The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. And news just in, Elliot Yo from the Eagles has accepted his one-match ban from the WAFL game against Swan Districts at the weekend. We're about to speak to Robbie Thompson, who's going to call the action for Network 10 tonight and also Paramount Plus on the do-or-die World Cup qualifier, the playoff match between the Socceroos and the United Arab Emirates. Before we introduce Robbie, this is what Graham Arnold said earlier today on SEN about this pivotal match. You know, Australia's uh, pretty much used to doing it the hard way. And, uh, you know, as you said, it's our fifth time we've had, we've had to go through playoffs. And so it's an experience that we're used to. Um, <clears throat> obviously, uh, we've we've analysed, we've looked at the UAE. Uh, we know what their strengths are and their weaknesses are. And, uh, you know, we, we go out on the field uh, expecting to expose their weaknesses. Since I've taken over, um, you know, four years ago, probably out of... 18 qualifiers, we played 14 in the Middle East and uh, we're very comfortable here. You know, we uh, started out our World Cup campaign because we couldn't go back to Australia, play in Australia, having a great experience here and playing in Qatar and uh, playing in the air-conditioned stadium and we won both those games and the boys have a a really good feel about playing here. So, you know, of course uh, it's going to be more fans from the UAE but uh, I think that will help us as well. Um, you know that uh, we've played we've played here before, and we will feel comfortable. And I think uh, the neutral fans will also be supporting us. So it's a backs to the wall situation for the Socceroos, and even Socceroos coach Graham Arnold. One wonders what his future may be if uh, they don't get to Qatar in November of this year. Robbie Thompson is going to be your caller uh, on the uh, network of uh, Channel 10 and also on Paramount Plus. Uh, two o'clock in the morning is kickoff there from uh, Doha. Robbie joins us on the program. Robbie, thanks for your time. No problem. The alarm clocks are all set. I've got about three of them. <laughs> Good on you. Well, this is only the first leg. If they get through this one, they've still got Peru to come from South America, but we can't get too far ahead of ourselves you just heard Graham Arnold there. We're used to having backs to the wall. We're used to going through a playoff series. We're used to playing in this part of the world. Uh, what are your thoughts on where the Socceroos sit? Because many that I've spoken to feel it might be a tough assignment. Yeah, look, I think there's no divine right to, to qualify for the World Cup. That's the, that's the bottom line. Every country in the world wants to go to the World Cup. Um, we've made it to the last four or looking back 15 years ago to that night when Johnny A scored his penalty. And it's sort of, that was our golden generation. And since then, we haven't had that same quality of footballer. It's been tough for Graham Arnold because we haven't had the Harry Kules, the Mark Vadukas, the Tim Cahills. And we also have had COVID and everything else, as he explained in that presser, that 14 of the games to qualify for the World Cup have been played thousands of miles away in the in the Middle East. Now, yes, that's where the World Cup is going to be played. So perhaps in that respect, there's something to be gleaned from that. But not playing at home, that that's tough. And that means also that fans haven't seen them play, that it's not easy for the players. And, and there is a feeling that this is not the, the, the Socceroos team of past years. But I think there's always a feeling when we go out there for 90 minutes, playoff, backs to the wall, that that Aussie spirit, that battling spirit, that's what we have to show. And look, anything can happen in 90 minutes. It could it could come off. We could be world beaters and head on to Peru in a week's time. Yeah, well, let's hope that's the case. 
A couple of blows in relation to players. We know that Tommy Rogic has made himself unavailable about a week ago due to personal reasons after his stellar career with Celtic. And uh, there is news that from a West Australian perspective, it's interesting that Trent Sainsbury and Adam Taggart, both from this part of the country, uh, are doubtful as well. Yeah, I've actually had that pretty much confirmed. Um, When I saw that report, I got on the blower and uh, it does look very, very doubtful. Um, for those two, Adam Taggart was going to definitely come back in and be a very important part of that puzzle going forward because we have struggled to score goals and score goals from open play. And I think there was a lot, a lot of hope surrounding the return of Adam Taggart, even if he's missed a lot of football this season through injury as well. And of course, Trent Sainsbury is just a fantastic team player. He's had a fantastic career, a um, hundred a hundred times for, you know, nearly a hundred caps for Australia. He's been a, a brilliant footballer for, for Australia as well. So it looks like he could be missing as well. But look, one man's loss is another man's gain. There'll be, there'll be a couple of young players champing at the bit, looking to, to make a name for themselves. You're sounding very positive, and we all need to be positive. But saying that, when you look at the Socceroos and the type of football they played, I must admit I didn't catch the friendly against Jordan where they won by two goals to one. But I gather, I gather Arnie was trying to get as close to the squad that he wanted and the style of play that he wants uh, the Socceroos to play in tomorrow morning's uh, qualifier. Uh, we know, as we mentioned, that Sainsbury and Taggart are out, but uh, did you see any of that game and did, you get, did it give you some sort of confidence that suggests that they may be able to beat this Middle Eastern opposition tonight? Uh, that game, I'm not sure that's the side we're going to see tonight. I think there's going to be a few changes and there could even be a few surprises. I think, coming up in, a, in the starting 11. That, that game against Jordan was, above all, one to test out a couple of players that haven't played too much. Aaron Moy, in particular, who came through over an hour of, of, of good, solid football, and he'll be much better for that run. I think we'll see changes in the starting 11. In terms of, I think that was just a good run to get under your belt in the Middle East. I'm expecting Australia to dominate the game to dominate possession that doesn't necessarily mean win easily but to dominate possession to try and take the game to a a UAE side who have got a new coach themselves an Argentine who's been coaching in the Middle East for a long time Um, but I'm expecting them to try and defend to try and contain Australia and then hit on the counter-attack that's what they did two years ago when they got their one and only win over Australia by a goal to nil it came from a mistake a soccerer's mistake as well in the quarterfinals of the Asian Cup but look I think I think the team has been together for nine days in the Middle East. It's the best preparation we've had for a match throughout this entire qualifying campaign. If ever we're going to be confident, if ever we're going to be positive about a match, it has to be taking on a side that were a distant third in the other group and who have only played in one World Cup, and that was back in 1990. I mean, yes, people are asking the question of where where are we at as a footballing nation at the moment. But look, recent history says this is how we measure it, and we've got to prove it now that we can go through. Mm, Well, I think you've answered my next question. The fact, uh, how much do we know about the UAE? And they did defeat South Korea 1-0 in their final qualifier, but, of course, I think South Korea already qualified, so it was a a dead rubber as far as uh, they were concerned. Now, looking at Australia, it's so important. What about Graham Arnold? Uh, Where does his future lie? Is it all dependent on these next two matches? Absolutely it is. <laughs> short, short and sweet answer. But that's the life of a coach. I mean, we're, just, we're seeing it in, in all codes at all times. 
I mean, who'd be a coach? You know that life is good while you're winning, but as soon as you lose a few, the pressure's on. And basically, there are very few coaches that get to walk away on their, on their own terms. I mean, basically, you're in a job where you know you're going to get sacked sooner or later. Arnie's been under a lot of pressure during this qualifying campaign because, as much as anything, because of the, the, the nation's history and qualifying for the last four World Cups and looking for number five in a row. But, yeah, look, if, if Arnie doesn't make it, if Arnie is not the man to, to lead Australia to this fifth consecutive World Cup, then, yes, the F- Football Federation Australia will have a look at it and say, look, that's the end of your tenure. And now we look for the next cycle and the next coach to try and perhaps change the way we play, change the players we're bringing in and, and move forward and try and qualify for the next one. Good on you, Robbie. I know you're going to try and get a, a couple of hours of uh, sleep and freshen up for what promises to be a big match. Two o'clock Western Standard Time tomorrow morning, of course, on Network 10 and also the streaming service Paramount+. Plus. Um, can I ask for a prediction, even though it's like really throwing darts at the wall? How do you see it going? I see Australia in a game of few chances. Um, Australia finally able to take one of them and a 1-0 victory will do us just fine. Oh, yeah, exactly. We just need the win. And I think Arnie's come out and said it's all about the win, whether we play ugly or whether the game's ugly, it doesn't matter. It's just a case, it of, a case of winning the match. Robbie, great calling. Looking forward to the coverage, mate. And let's hope you can call Australia to a victory. Fantastic, Peter. Speak to you soon. Good on you. Robbie Thompson there from Network 10. The man and the voice that you'll hear if you follow the Socceroos game uh, tomorrow morning, our time. And we'll wrap it all up as well here on Drive with Peter Vlahos tomorrow. Thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre. Nat Fife's coming up next. You'll also hear about the future of Tex Walker, plus so much more. Don't go away. Still plenty to come here on Drive.